This is Web Suasion Conversation, episode 33. Welcome to the show. I am Ryan Williams, president and founder of the Web Suasion Group and Kapoka Studios here at Pinewood Atlanta Studios in Fayetteville, Georgia. Today on the show, we have Greg Virhan of Turin Pest Control. With over 25 years of experience coupled with customer service unmatched in the industry, Greg and his team are committed to excellent service every single time. Family owned and operated, Turin Pest Control should be your choice for pest control services in Fayette and Coweta County of Georgia. Here at WebSuasion, we often work with businesses like Turin Pest Control, building mobile apps and customer web portals to help them do everything from route and schedule calls to generate PDF reports that are automatically emailed to their customers and taking payments on site. In fact, we can even set our clients up with merchant accounts with Interchange Plus pricing that can save them significantly on their monthly fees while providing us everything we need to securely integrate merchant accounts to the applications that we build. If you own a home service business and want to see how you can improve efficiency and reduce cost, give me a call. Ryan Williams at WebSuasion, 404-418-8909, extension 10, or email me at ryan at websuasion.com. That's R-Y-A-N at W-E-B-S-U-A-S-I-O-N dot C-O-M. Now let's talk to Greg Virhan of Turin Pest Control. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for inviting me. So tell me, where did you grow up? I grew up in the state of California. What part? Southern California, oh, yeah? actually, and born in East L.A. Born in East L.A. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how long did you live there? Till I was 13. Did you go from there straight to Georgia? or No, my parents divorced, and so I went to Missouri to live with an aunt and uncle and finish uh, high school. What eventually brought you to Georgia? Did you Were you doing pest control? Um, elsewhere before you came here? Or? No, I actually worked in Missouri for Schwann's um, ice cream home delivery service. Oh, so you were delivering ice cream? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was That's kind of cool. run, running around, and I, I got promoted, and getting promoted, um, I moved to Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. And then from Memphis, I transferred to Georgia and left the ice cream business in 1998, I believe, and went to work for Home Depot. With the ice cream business, were you doing door-to-door sales? Yes. Or, so you basically go around, did they have like a monthly program or something where they bring ice cream? I was a route builder. I built routes for them. Okay. So I just did cold door knocking, soliciting. So Gotcha. And then they would just deliver ice cream? We created routes. It was a two-week route system. So we were seeing the same families every two weeks. Oh, okay. Interesting. Almost like milk, like, you know, yeah. like the, mm-hmm. the milkman. Yeah. But we had frozen foods and ice cream. So. Yeah. So you, you were getting sales experience early on then yeah. with the door-to-door thing. Did you have any training for that or was it just on the job? Or Well, actually, there wasn't at that time much training. I think they just kind of made you sink or swim. Yeah. And they gave me a truck and gave me a um, few groceries and told me go sell them. And so they told me that an average person would get about 10 new customers a day. Yeah. 
and I started my first day and only had two, and I was pretty frustrated, but <laughs> right, I, right. I stayed after it and got to the point where I was get 20. Yeah, so what, what did you find worked for you in those situations? The ice cream treats and okay. children. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lean on the children, mm-hmm. yeah. get them to sign. <laughs> yep. So did you did you find yourself going, like, making sure that you went after school let out? and Actually, no. Um, in a lot of the subdivisions and things that we visited, you could tell where people were home. Yeah. And you could tell the families that had children as well. Yeah, so, toys out in the yard mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would knock on those doors, and if it said no soliciting, um, it didn't mean me. <laughs> <laughs> Just push on through, huh? Yeah. Gotcha. So, so you went from from the ice cream to what now? What did you? I went to Home Depot. Okay. They put me in their fast track program, and I learned really quick. I didn't want to become a manager for them, and so I did take a position there as the protest supervisor. I got offered an opportunity to do termite work for a pest control company. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. And this was when you were still in? I was still working at Home Depot. But was it in Georgia? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so Home Depot is what brought you here, yeah. basically, yeah, because the headquarters are here. I started working for the pest control company in the evenings, and I would do termite repairs for them. And I got really interested in uh, the termite yeah. situation. And so Home Depot didn't like the fact that I was uh, working. Moonlighting. Uh, yeah, moonlighting. And so we yeah. agreed to disagree, and I left the company and gotcha. went to work for, in pest control full time. So. so was that with Active at the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So how long were you with Active? I was with Active for about 11 years. Wow. How far into that did you go, I think I could you know, start my own business and They really didn't give me an opportunity uh, in the front end to do anything but go on a route. If I was going to move up in their company, they wanted me to go on a route. So I I went on a route, and then they told me that if you wanted to become a manager, you had to go into sales. And so I went into sales, and 11 months later, I became a manager, and I was the manager for Active in Fayetteville. At what point did you decide, okay, I'm I'm ready to go off on my own? Well, I— Left them and went to work for All Good. Oh, okay. So you, you switched yeah. up, and first. I was with All Good for um, about eleven years as well. Yeah. And um, okay. so, how long have you been doing the pest control? Ninety nine, two thousand, somewhere in there is when yeah. I started so in the pest control business. So. Coming up on uh, about twenty, twenty years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was all in Georgia. And so you started Turin. Yeah, I left at All Good. They got bought out by a big conglomerate, and I'd already had plans to leave previous. I just loved working for the family I was working for, but right. when they when they sold out, I didn't know. Didn't want to, yeah, didn't yeah. know anything about them. Yeah, and, I yeah. didn't no longer had to be that loyal to them. So, and my son-in-law Jacob has been after me to start my own company. And right. So, and so what does Jacob do? He owns JNM Swimming Pools. Okay. So. So they had kind of a, a direct connection there to people who need termite work because they're doing the pools and they can look around and they can see. Yeah. Pest control and mosquito, yeah. mostly on pool services. Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so did they have somebody that they were referring work to already and they were just like, look, we can. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. You know, I'm not, well, I'm not for sure if they were referring um, ant services or anything like that to yeah. anybody else. but They saw the opportunity. Yeah, they saw the opportunity. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how long have you been doing Turin? I started it in April of 2018. You're almost getting to two years, mm-hmm. pretty close here, yeah. So how many people do you have on staff now? I have started out with just me for yeah. the first year, and now I have 
an office person and a technician and a salesperson. Wow. So you're growing pretty fast. Growing from two fast. years in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And are you keeping everybody busy right now? Yes, yeah. we're all busy. Mm -hmm. So what do you, what would you say the biggest part of that success has been? The biggest part of it is, I would say, word of mouth, being yeah. in a small town, people wanting to do business with somebody that's local. Where you see the, the same person every time. It's not a new person coming to your house to yes. treat every time. Yeah, mm -hmm. That's a part of the loyalty that, you know, as a business owner, you wish and hope that you could always do that. But, yeah. you know, we know that they're, you're going to lose people on nutrition and, or you know, retirement or whatever, you yeah, know, yeah. it would be great to always have the same person. Ultimately, how big are you hoping Turin will get? Like how many people would you like to have on? That's a great question, Ryan. We've, we've talked on many occasions of someday maybe franchising oh, yeah? out what we're, what we're doing right here locally. Um, so uh, the real number would be endless, you know, yeah. um, hopefully we could do that down the line. Uh, so far, the proven method that we have is working very well for us. And yeah. I don't think that it's going to be very long here where we'll have 10 employees right here in wow. Turin. So. Wow. So what did you find, uh, you know, working for All Good and active all that time? Did you pick up on things that you felt like they were doing wrong, maybe that you can do better? or Not doing wrong. I think we all had the same philosophies. It's about having the loyalty to stay with it and do what you say you're going to do. Right. So customers appreciate you doing what you say you're going to do. Right. So, and I think that that's been probably our biggest success is being there when we say we're going to be there, uh, doing what we say we're going to do and trying to do something better than anybody else is doing for, right. or had done in the past for them. So. What do you find uh, is your best-selling service or the one that makes the most profit for you? Is it termites or... Well, termite is a fast turn, um, but general pest control is probably because it's recurring quarterly or monthly or whatever. Yeah. If you have a family that's doing pest control with you, you don't typically lose them unless they move. And right. you hope if they move, they're moving close and you can hang on to them in, in a different house. But usually a customer is going to stay with you from five to seven years. So. Right. And how does that work with the termite letters and stuff? So like when you have a company come in and do termite treatment, is that transferable from company to company? or It's transferable from person to person, not company to company. So gotcha. the letter itself is good for 90 days. Okay. Okay. And, and it would supersede any warranty that you have on your house. So most termite companies that are companies that do termite, they don't want to do a letter that for a home that was treated by somebody else. Right. So uh, you kind of want to do things for customers that, that have been with you. We do a, write a lot of letters for real estate agents where we don't know who the service was done with. So right. Sometimes those require treatment. Sometimes they don't. So. so when you go out and do a termite letter, you're basically going through and doing a complete inspection of the premises and... Inside and, and out. Making recommendations on whether it needs treatment or not. Yeah. And if, there, if you find any infestations at all. Yeah. Yep. With your ongoing treatment, does it tend to be around here, ants, scorpions? The biggies this year have been ants and American roaches, the big flyers. Is that because people are doing landscaping and, and stuff around their house? And I really think this year it's, it has been our weather. 
we had an extreme amount of rain in the first part of the year, and then the latter part of the year we didn't have any, and it, it got extremely hot. Yeah. And so it got dry, and so they were looking for moisture. So are you finding that uh, real estate agents are one of your biggest referral partners? How are you? They are. are. They're a great part of what we do, and and we do a lot of catering to the real estate. But where we're growing tremendously is by word of mouth from our customer base that we have now. Right. and and being local. So. Do you, what, what kind of a process do you have in place to encourage your existing customers to refer you? Is it just random or is it? Are you well, actually- no, we do encourage them to refer us and we do give a bird dog. We give them $25 off their, okay. their service if they nice. uh, refer somebody to us um, that signs a annual agreement with us. Yeah. And then how about your marketing? Are you, have you been having some success with that? We have had success with that, our Facebook ads and things like that. You know, I don't know that you could ever put a dollar value on branding, and that's really what it's done for us is yeah. created our brand, and it's helping us tremendously with that. So. Right. It's tough to pinpoint whether a sale is coming directly from that or if it's just supported by that. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know from marking our leads where they come from you know really where they're coming from but you really don't know if it came because of the branding right what influenced yeah with the influence yes yeah so how big of a location do you have right now right now we're just running out of coweta and fayette county so so the service area yeah yeah Mm -hmm. are you looking to expand that that's where we would probably franchise out okay i don't think that um we really need to i think there's enough population right here yeah. with what we know about pest control you know only if uh, a small percentage of households really have pest control and if we can get that number up we don't have to go anywhere right we can right. stay right here so well so if you could go back and do anything different what would you have done differently with turin or with your career started earlier started earlier mm-hmm. with turin yeah i'm 59 years old now and you know i wished i would have started it 10 years ago right had the opportunity but just didn't do it so yeah was that still with jacob or was that you have an earlier opportunity just ha- i've had other opportunities to go out you know jacob's been had been after me for about Actually, it's been about seven years now because I've been doing this here for two with him. So he's after you for five, but you had opportunities before yeah. that. You mm-hmm. just weren't ready to make that jump. Yeah. Well, yeah, I felt pretty loyal to the to the um, family that I worked for. A lot for, of times so. I said it, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like I, I had similar issues. I was loyal to some of my earlier mentors that I was working for. I was like, yeah, stayed probably about six years longer than I should have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So if you have any recommendations for anybody like uh, starting a business or not necessarily pest control, but just anything like what, what is some of the places you see a lot of people dropping the ball? I wasn't really planning on growing the way we grew, but I feel like if you have somebody in your pocket that knows how to brand you, yeah. I think that's where really it starts from. I didn't think about that when I was going to start my business. I thought about, you know, getting enough client base to support myself and right. that's that's where i was at and i knew i could grow from attrition from there because yeah. i've been in the business for long enough but it grew a lot faster once we put our face on facebook and um started dealing with adwords and and playing with social medias and stuff like that so right. um, i think that if you can afford it yeah, that's the direction to go, and you'll grow fast. Is there anything you're looking forward to specifically in 2020? Any new services you're adding, or 
we're not going to add any new services. We're good at termite and pest control. We want to stay there for right now. Um, I just want to provide opportunities for a few more employees. So. Do you have like a training program or something or apprenticeship program? Uh, we don't. The people that we've hired to, to date have already came with training and, and had been in the industry long right, enough. Right. Now, there's been some new rules with the rules and regulations for from the Department of Agriculture where um, you have to have a documented classroom training. So okay. I think I would utilize them. That so way. there are some classes you yes. can send, to them, mm-hmm. send them to. Okay. And yeah. then do you have them when, you, when they come in, do you, they basically shadow you for a few days? Oh, and, yeah. 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 And you show them how you guys do it. Yeah, when when I hired or brought my technician over, he shadowed me for about six weeks. Okay, so, mm-hmm. yeah. And are you teaching them the sales process along that way too, or because that, that's well, not <laughs> that, well, they're not going to teach that in the class? Yeah, he, as he he already knew how to sell because he was with me from an, at a other company, um, but we do have a salesperson that we lean on mostly for for the sales aspect. Um, are they going door to door or what are they doing? It might seem that way because we do a lot of marketing towards real estate agencies yeah. and investment agencies and, and things of that nature. We haven't done a whole lot of knocking on doors. I did on yeah. uh, my first few months knocking on doors and You're passing service somebody and, in the neighborhood. You just yeah. go around and do a mm-hmm. few doors around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But w- after a few months of being referred by the Jan M clients, yeah. I didn't have a lot of time to knock on doors. For, you right. know, I was growing too fast at that point, and to knock on doors the way right. I wanted would like to have done. So, so your current salesperson is mostly fo- focusing on going like uh, establishing re- a real estate client mm-hmm. uh, relationships, and yeah, that's really where we got our start. <clears throat> we learned to do that when we worked at Active Pest Control. Yeah, and the marketing aspect that from dealing with real estate they need us you know years ago they needed us more than they do now because it was required to have a wood infestation report now yeah. only the lenders require it so with some real changes from in their industry it kind of set us aside but if you can create good honest relationships with them they're going to want you to come do inspections for them right along with inspection you sometimes will get a treatment and along with the treatment you'll get the pest control and so just it just grows and snowballs from there right right so being real estate focused is what i know how to do what richard my salesman knows how to do and that's what we like to focus on so have you uh, determined if there's like a particular individual client that is kind of your best like what, what kind of person do you usually look for people that are best for us are people that have already had relationships with a a termite company and understand what they need. They know what they need, but they weren't happy with the service. Mm -hmm. Those are, those are the great ones for us because we can show them what we do. And, uh, you know, we like to call it the Turin difference. And that's really our kind of our slogan, the Turin difference. So I'm sure there's sometimes we miss the mark on things. We try to always do things right. Make it right. Yeah. 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 So what do you find them usually complaining about? You don't have to be specific about the companies, but like what, what are usually are the complaints? Is it price? Is it price? A lot. It could be price a lot of times. Sometimes it's, you know, the inspection quality. Okay. They're missing um, stuff. You can be a defendant pretty fast in our industry if you don't do good inspections or if you, if you don't take good notes and you don't mark things and, you know, and, and 
keep good records of what you've done and and your what you've spotted there so with like the the termite damage and stuff like that are there any indications that you can give uh, homeowners that they need to have somebody look at their house is there any like signs when we're doing inspections we do what they call sounding meaning we take a the handle of a screwdriver and we tap the baseboards and we do door trim and window trim and stuff like that a lot of times when there's termite activity there or a previous activity there the wood that you're tapping is going to collapse or it's going to have a different sound or you'll right. hear splintering or or things of that nature and which is going to give you indication that there was a problem there because of rehabbing uh, properties a lot of times those things are covered over yeah so they're like covering over with sheetrock and mm -hmm. Yeah. You just got damaged wood. And that. Yeah, the, most people don't realize that the, the pheromone's still there. The termites may be gone, but the pheromone is still there. Uh, so it's still attracting other termites could. back in. Mm -hmm. Very well could. So even if you've repaired the damage, mm -hmm. uh, typically that pheromone will still be there and attract to the new wood? Yeah, that's why we treat the wood gotcha. or try to treat the wood. Um, yeah, those things can happen. How about uh, personally, like uh, any hobbies? Do you have any time for anything? Well, I do. I do have a... A family, and so I spend a lot of time with our our daughter and and family. Um, I do like to travel, but I do enjoy playing golf. It's a little chilly right now, but yeah, I do yeah. enjoy that. I'm a hacker, but I'm not good at it by any means. But I enjoy being out there. How often do you get to play? Well, I used to do it quite often in the summertime, but it, here lately, since I started a business, I haven't had a tough so much to find time the time. Yeah. yeah, that's a it, <laughs> that is that is a block of time that you have to have to play yeah. at least nine holes. Yeah. Well, I'm busy working when I during the time that I would be golfing. Right, right. So, uh, you, at some point, do you think you would uh, back off a little bit and hand it off to uh, your staff? I have been asked that on many occasions, and I first started out saying that I was going to do this for five years, and then I just oversee it. Yeah. Now it's ten years. So <laughs> <You keep laughs> who pushing knows? It out. Yeah. Who knows? Well, that's good. Well. At least you enjoy it, right? Enjoy I do it. enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. Well, Greg, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcasting network. That could be Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. We are also on YouTube, and every day we post video segments taken from the interview section of this program. It's a great way of sharing a little business information with your prospects and keeping yourself top of mind at the same time. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can get to that through our website, websuasion.com, W-E-B-S-U-A-S-I-O-N dot C-O-M. At the very top, you'll see links to social media. I think third from the right is the YouTube link. Click on that. Click the subscribe button and click the bell icon and that will inform you every time we post a new video. Next week on the show, we have Venus Sims of Edgewood Realty Group. Venus came from the mortgage industry before becoming a real estate broker with a focus on property management. She excels in finding and managing investment properties, handling the day-to-day -day frustrations of maintenance and tenant interaction for her clients. We look forward to that and we hope you'll join us. Until next time, have a productive work week.